All right, here we go. And welcome back to the Yes Functional Longevity Podcast. We give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Good afternoon. My name is Chris Border, best-selling author and owner of Yes Fitness. And as first, I always like to do, I like to thank you for taking time from your busy day to listen to what I have to say. So I'm going to give you some insight today on how to get fit and live longer. A little bit of housekeeping real quick. If you want to get a transcript or a timestamp of today's broadcast, you can head on over to yesfitnessct.com. Scroll to the bottom of the page where you'll see podcast. Click on that link and you will have access to all our 231 broadcasts. And you can get this and listen to this broadcast wherever you normally get your podcasts. So let's get right into this today. Let's find out the one interesting thing that strength training may not do to improve longevity. There is one thing that possibly strength training does not help improve. Hard for me to say that because I am a huge believer in strength training. But exercise in general. I'm a big believer in it. It's my livelihood, right? So just to review here for a second, aging is an inevitable part of our lives, right? But those who listen to my broadcast know that it doesn't mean we can't slow or in some cases actually reverse that process. So today I'm going to continue breaking down the th- the theory of the hallmarks of aging, those nine hallmarks of aging that causes the body at a biological level to age. And I'm going to talk about what you can do in your lifestyle, the easy things that you can do in your lifestyle to help slow that aging process. So we know the human body is like a massive analog clock with thousands of moving bits and pieces. In every moment of the day, these components interact with each other to enable your body to perform a wide range of missions. Critical processes such as breathing, cell division, locomotion, all kinds of things, right? It's just how the body works. And as time passes, this massive system, like most machines, progressively wears out throughout direct damage. DNA repairs that are not perfect in the accumulation of waste products and the wearing out of the repair process itself all leads to the aging process. And all these factors impair function, They negatively affect the physiological integrity and increase vulnerability to disease and death. In a nutshell, this is what aging is all about. So I'm just going to give you a quick review of what the hallmarks of aging are. They can best be described as the events or factors that cause a system-wide deterioration of organismal function the functions of the organism of the body. And the nine cellular cellular markers, these markers of aging, are genomic instability, which we talked about last week, telomere attrition, which is what we're going to talk about today, epigenetic alterations, loss of proteostasis, 
the deregulated nutrient sensing mitochondrial dysfunction in cellular senescence. Cell some exhaustion and finally altered intercellular communication where the communications within those cells no longer work the way they're supposed to. So each week I'm taking one of these nine and bringing it down to a level where you, I think you can understand and to give you some very solid things you can do today to start to change that hallmark of aging. So today we're going to talk about telomere attrition. We talked about this before. A little bit of a review, but sometimes you just can't hear things too many times. So telomeres are sequences of DNA that act as protective caps at each end of our chromosome. So an easy way to understand the purpose of a telomere is to envision the aglet on your shoelace. The aglet protects the shoelace from fraying. Well, telomeres protect the chromosomes from damage to uphold the structural integrity of that chromosome, and they limit the total number of replications a cell can make to prevent mutations. DNA strands bond together to make a sequence. And the telomere acts as sort of a secret code word to other telomeres to ensure that the chromosomes are only bonding with each other. Now, if a telomere is malfunctioning or damaged, the chromosome could bond with other molecules, which can be harmful. We need to make sure, and what the telomere does is make sure that it bonds with the correct chromosomes. However, as in the case of genomic instability, enzymes exist that repair faulty telomeres to prevent this from happening. The body naturally tries to prevent this from happening, but over time, that prevention process begins to deteriorate. So telomeres limit cell replication as a preventative measure against mutations, which can lead to diseases like cancer. And each time a cell divides, the telomeres shorten from each end of the chromosome until the telomere is all but lost and the cell division ceases to exist. When a telomere dwindles, the chromosome becomes exposed to damage and our cells stop functioning properly. We know that can be a problem when a cell is not functioning properly. At conception, each telomere has approximately 1,500 base pairs. Let's just say that like a base pair is a length. And then by the time of birth, the telomere length is now down to 10,000 base pairs. And when a telomere has shortened its length to approximately 5,000 base pairs, it senesces or dies, and it can no longer replicate. And typically, telomere length in humans decreases at a rate of 2.8 to 24.8, pardon me, 24.8 27.7 base pairs per year. And this is according to a, stu a study published in the uh, Journal of Lancet back in 2005. So we can see that we start out with a base number, 15,000. Before we even come out of the womb, we're down to 10,000 pairs. And each day, those base pairs diminish. But if we can slow the process of that diminishing, if we can actually increase it, we're slowing the aging process. Now, telomere attrition is accelerated by lifestyle factors, including being overweight and obesity, smoking, poor diet, these all cause oxidative stress and inflammation. 
The researchers of the Lancet study found a statistically significant relationship between obesity and telomere attrition. With obese women having telomeres 240 base pairs shorter than lean women's. The more the base pairs, the better. And similarly, a study published in March 2020 in Science Direct found that those who consumed antioxidant-rich foods had associated with a greater telomere length and stability. So there's some research showing how poor lifestyle will have a negative effect on your telomere length and how some good lifestyle choices can have more of a positive effect on your telomere length. So this kind of just brings me to the question, what can I do to lengthen my telomere length? What can we do? So let's start off with some different areas of lifestyle. With regards to nutrition, we want to eat a telomere protecting diet. I'm sure you haven't read that book yet, The Telomere Protective Diet. I'm not really sure it's out there. But what it would be would be full of foods that are high in vitamin C and polyphenols. And you want to eat mostly plant-based foods. You want to reduce your red meat, your sugar, your refined processed foods. You want to consume omega-3 fatty acids, which is in fish, right? Uh, It's found in flaxseed, green leafy vegetables, and high-quality fish oil supplements. You want to try to consume red peppers, kale, dark chocolate, and blueberries for a positive balance that protects DNA from stress. And there's just research showing that the consumption of lagoons, nuts, seaweeds, fruits, 100% fruit juices, dairy products, and coffee all have a good effect on your telomere length, whereas inversely associated with the consumption of alcohol, red meat, or processed meats. And then it kind of really lines into what we always talk about with trying to live a longer, healthier life, trying to improve our health, that we got to eat our fruits and our vegetables. We got to have some omega-3 consumption. Hopefully it's through fish, if not through some type of supplement. Get a little bit of dark chocolate here and there, have some berries, and stay away from red meats. We're having a lot of red meat. Um, you want to try to stay away from alcohol consumption, despite with some little research it might be that alcohol consumption could possibly be good for you. And all processed foods and processed meats. So it makes sense with everything else that we always talk about as far as nutrition, right? If you want to help you tell them your length, follow the nutrition that we know that works. The diet that I always prefer is the Mediterranean diet. Another area of our lifestyles we can do, we can make sure that we're getting enough sleep. You know, that's seven to nine hours of solid sleep. That is going to help improve our telomere length. And we want to reduce or manage our stress, especially chronic stress. Stress of a caretaker is one of the worst stress we can have on our body. Um, there are good stresses, the stress of having to perform at work or stress of 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 performance is not necessarily a poor stress, but a stress of caretaking is not good. Which brings me to the final area of lifestyle and what you might have guessed, it's exercise and what exercise is best for telomeres. Um, So just engaging in regular physical activity has been shown in research to support telomere length, particularly among older adults. 
you know, get older, it's even more important. In a study published in PubMed back in 2017 by Arsenis, the relationship between exercise and telomere length is very complex. And several mechanisms are responsible for the effects of exercise on telomere length, including reducing oxidative stress and inflammation and increasing the number of skeletal muscle satellite cells and the upregulating protective proteins. What does that all mean? That means you need to exercise. And exercise, I'm still trying to find something that exercise isn't good for. But today, as we go a little bit further, there might be something that strength training is not particularly the best thing for. So when we take a look at a type of exercise, which should be strength training, aerobic training, a combination of both, particularly in telomere length, aerobic exercise, high intensity exercise is the clear winner over strength training. So a study published in the European Health Journal found that a single 45-minute jog spiked telomerase activity in exercises for several hours afterwards, while a traditional weight machine circuit had little or no effect. So telomerase activity was spiked after just one bout of 45-minute jog. So what was telomerase? Telomerase is an enzyme in cells that... It helps keep them alive by adding DNA to telomeres. So they kind of rebuild the telomeres, the ends of those chromosomes. So after working out three times a week for six months, the jogger, as well as a hit group, the hit group was alternating four minutes of hard runs with, with an equal amount of jogs, saw a 3 to 4% increase in telomere length. The weight group saw no change. Ah, oh, it pains me to tell you that. That cardio is outperforming strength training in this particular um, study. But then the Brigham Young University study found that people who ran 30 to 40 minutes at high intensity five days a week were consistently biologically younger than those who followed more moderate exercise programs who led to or who led some sedentary lifestyles. And why this is, it seems that the higher overall heart rate when doing endurance and interval exercise stimulates the cells that line the inside of the blood cells, and this causes an increase in telomerase. So got to get out there. You got to get out there working hard. You got to get out there for a little time, right? So if we're talking about 30 to 40 minutes, and we put that into context of how much modern intensity activity we should be doing per week, 150 to 300 minutes per week. So 30 minutes, that would be 30 minutes, five days a week, which is what we always talk about. Modern intensity. And if you want to work intensely, you can cut that down to 75 minutes a week. So almost all the research, <coughs> excuse me, points to endurance and high intensity exercise to increase the tel telomerase and the length of your telomeres. But there's also some studies that show that walking may lengthen telomeres. So this one study that was confirming a casual link between walking pace and leukocyte telomere length, LTLs, which is an indicator of bi biological age. 
A Leicester-based team of researchers estimated that a lifetime of brisk walking could lead to the equivalent of 16 years longer longer biological age by midlife. So I'm not sure how many young people are listening to this. But if they are, they need to get out and do some brisk walking. They need to exercise. Because by midlife, you could be 16 years younger at your biological age. That's a lot of time. And we know, in general, people live no longer other other than the effects of COVID. And this study was published in Science Daily back in uh, April 20th of 2022. So even if you're possibly not up to doing high-intensity work, and then you don't need to be jogging. You can do high-intensity work like we do in class with ropes, sandbags, kettlebells, medicine balls, things like that, using the heart rate monitor. It doesn't necessarily mean it needs to be a long period of time. We're talking about 75 minutes in a week's time. 75 minutes, 5 into 75 is what we're talking about, 15 minutes. So 15 minutes, 5 days a week. That's not very long. And most people can etch out 15 minutes time to work hard, right? That's all it takes to improve your telomere Now, there is a myth that weightlifting shortens telomere length. So interestingly enough, the resistance training did not exert the effects on telomerase that the cardiovascular work did. And the telomerase activity was increased two to threefold. And telomere length was increased significantly in the endurance and high-intensity training groups compared to the resistance control groups. But there's no research out there that says weightlifting shortens telomere length. And there is um, a study that I cited in my book, I believe, as far as strength training effect on telomere length. And in one study, researchers found that large quadricep telomeres in powerlifters compared to sedentary men. And in this study, they note minimal telomere length was inversely correlated to the individual records in the squat and the deadlifts. So what you're saying is the guys who were the strongest and had the shortest telomere length, even though they were better than the sedentary population. So they were shorter, but they were better than being sedentary. So what the thought here is that people who are the strongest, the squatters or deadlifters, guys who really lift a lot of heavy weight, they're doing too much training. You've heard that here before, right? More is not better. They put too much stress on the body and they don't allow enough recovery. So exercise does slow the shortening of telomere in this case of, in the case of strength training. But maybe not quite as good as cardiovascular work. And keep in mind, when we're strength training, more is not better. Now, like most longevity science, there needs to be more research done in the area of strength training and telomere length. And there's more coming down the road constantly, more than I can kindly keep up. But a couple of things to think about. One workout is not enough, as you might imagine. You need to do it consistently. And a systematic Review of trials published in 2022 in PubMed notes that cardio workouts need to be done for six months or more to see those telomere length results talked about in the study before. And that those that research is consistent with the length of the study. 
So going out there one time ain't going to get it done. It takes up to six months and maybe more for us really to start to affect that. And you need to consistently do it all the time because you snooze, you lose. If you stop, it's going to go away. And one of the important note that I want to talk about resistance training is that resistance training, strength training is the key to maintaining muscle and bone as we age and our abilities to function. The keeping us from being frail. That's one of the factors that is really important to strength training. So although it may not be the best or have that much effect on telomere length, it's real important in other areas of the body. So I hope this is helpful for you. I hope you understand another reason why exercise is so important in the aging process or the slowing of the aging process, that telomere, you want to protect the ends of those chromosomes. And you can do it with some nutrition, sleep, stress reduction, and cardiovascular or high-intensity training. As always, if you have any questions, you're welcome to get a hold of me. You can email me, call me, text me, whatever it might be. Stop by the facility. I'd love to talk to you about this a little bit more. If you are looking for a program to maximize your exercise, maximize your efforts in improving your health span, get a hold of us. This is what we do. This is what we specialize in, no matter what your age is. Sure, our facility says 40 plus, but we have teenagers in our facility all the way up to their 90s. It's just that we specialize in aging. We specialize in people 40 plus. Because you know when you're over 40, you know you're a little bit different. You feel a little bit different. You move a little bit different. You have different um, parameters in your life, different things going on in your life when you did when you're 20s and 30s. So it's different things you need to take a look at in your program. I want to thank you again for taking the time to listen to what I have to say. I hope it was helpful. And I look forward to talking to you again next Tuesday with some more insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Thanks for watching.